Today, Rinpoche gave us a very clear understanding of great compassion and showed how sentient beings experiencing any among the three types of suffering are the objects of observation of that great compassion. Apologize, the work situation, as usual. ดีเนี่ยมันก็ดีอยู่กันในเซนจิบิตุดละดีเจลังเงาบาเจบาดีเจเดจองงุนซาเจนี่เจลอรินซาเจโรตาดีเจลังเงาบาเจบาดีละเ
uh, how the six personal instructions are either causes or effects of compassion, uh, we get to the cat major heading called the gradual training. Uh, and then the gradual training has three categories. First category is training the mind to be intent on others' welfare. Second category is training the mind to be intent on enlightenment. And third category is identifying the spirit of enlightenment, the fruit of the training. Uh, so the first category, training the mind uh, to be intent on others' welfare, has two categories, uh, establishing the basis for developing this attitude and then the development of the attitude of being intent on others' welfare. Uh, so then looking at that outline again, first category, establishing the basis for this attitude. We have uh, achieving impartiality toward all living beings uh, and then having affection for all beings. So the seven-point cause and effect is uh, when we look at it in terms of either causes for or results of compassion, we have uh, recognizing sentient beings are our mothers, remembering their kindness, wishing to repay their kindness, and love through the force of affection or through the force of attraction, these all being causes of uh, um, great compassion. And then the um, wholehearted resolve or uh, sometimes translated extraordinary attitude um, and then actual bodhicitta, uh, these two are results of great compassion. So uh, those are the, the seven points and the seven point cause and effect. Uh, that's the general outline and the, uh, I'll let everybody know where Rinpoche is going to actually begin once he, he gets to a, a, start, a starting point. Okay. So once again, uh, if everyone wants to turn to page 44 um, in the English, uh, we're going to begin there. Um, so, going back um, just real quickly, we have the establishing the basis for developing this attitude as a major heading, and then achieving impartiality toward living beings, and then uh, having affection uh, for all beings. Um, and then uh, the second category is the development of the attitude of being intent on others' welfare. Um, so. In terms of, of that, we're going to be in the second category of the development of an attitude of being intent on others' welfare, because there's three categories there, cultivation of love, cultivation of compassion, and cultivated of, cultivation of wholehearted resolve. So we just skip forward in the outline, so just that this is all translator's note. Just as a translator's note, those are the outline points that would have led up to this, so you know where you are in the text. And, and we're in the section on the cultivation of compassion under that second category, the development of an attitude of being intent uh, on others' welfare, which pre before that is that category establishing the basis for developing the attitude, which has all the points of impartiality and affection and so forth. So uh, that's where we are. Page 42, uh, 44, uh, the cultivation of compassion, and, uh, where we begin with the objects of observation of compassion and so forth. What 
Okay, so um, looking at Jayan Sheba's outline, uh, we have first the, uh, under this um, category, under this section, the cultivation of compassion. Uh, Jayan Sheba states that there are actually three major categories that are presented here. The first is the, um, uh, the, the varying uh, topics of compassion, uh, the cultivation of compassion. Um, and the second category is um, uh, doubts uh, or um, uh, the, differences, the differences between uh, bodhicitta and compassion and doubts that may arise. Um, and then the third category uh, are, is doubts about the mind that aspires to enlightenment or the spirit of awakening. Um, so the first category, uh, we have nine categories, uh, according to Jayan Sheba. Um, so there will be nine categories under this first, beginning with uh, the first category, which is the object of compassion. Okay, Rimche. Dunga Chapagare. 
Okay, so um, the object of compassion. So uh, this is the first category among the nine, the object of observation of compassion. What is that? What is great compassion looking at? It says, is living being, the object of compassion is living beings who experience misery through any of the three kinds of suffering. Um, so uh, these, the object of observation uh, is sentient beings uh, who are experiencing any among the three types of suffering, the suffering of suffering, the suffering of change, and pervasive compounded suffering. Um, so uh, here these are, uh, this is a compassion that uh, here wishes uh, sentient beings are free from the suffering of suffering, wishing that they are free from the suffering of change, wishing that they are free uh, from the pervasive compounded suffering. So this compassion has as its object of observation sentient beings who are experiencing among these types of suffering. So what are the subjects that one is thinking about about these sentient beings? So this is the second category among the nine, which is the subjective aspects. So what subject is one thinking about uh, when one uh, is thinking about these sentient beings that have these three types of suffering? Uh, and this is here, it says, the subjective aspects are thinking how nice it would be if living beings were free from suffering. May they be free from suffering, and I will cause them to be free from suffering. Uh, so here, there are three types of compassion actually presented within uh, this point that's being made here. Uh, so this would fall categorically in Jayan Sheba's outline under the second category, the subjective aspects or the, what are the subjects. Um, so the subjects that are being presented here show it by way of three compassions. The first type of compassion is the wishing compassion. Uh, here we see it presented, how nice it would be if living beings were free from suffering. Uh, so this is a type of compassion that is like a wishing type of compassion. Um, the second, may they be free from suffering, is an aspirational compassion, or also could be translated as a dedication of compassion. Um, and here, this is an actual um, assertion uh, that's being made. Whereas, I asked, the thing Rinpoche and I were, talk were talking about is that I'm trying to find the difference when we really look at the, the etymology of the, the words in Tibetan, the two words that we're using here aspiration, dedication, we throw these uh, wish, we use these things a lot kind of interchangeably um, at times. And they'll actually, for the word that we're I'm using wish, they translate aspiration constantly. Um, so, but they're com two totally different types of compassion. Uh, so they mean two totally different things in the Tibetan. So I'm trying to really differentiate uh, between these two. Um, so one is just kind of a, a thought that's a wish, and the other is, is a real assertion. Uh, it, it's saying, may this happen. Um, and it's, it's, as a translator's note, uh, if we're looking at it in terms of degrees, it's building up in degrees of um, um, actual action and then an action step. So you're first saying how nice it would be, 
and then you're saying, may they be, and then you take the third type of compassion on, which is the wholehearted resolve compassion, or the extraordinary attitude compassion, which is, I will cause them to be free from suffering. So the action step first begins with a wish, and then an actual aspiration, or a dedication, or an assertion we could use, uh, and then doing something about it. Um, actually making an action step is the wholehearted resolve. It's the step itself isn't being taken within it as a note. It's just the resolve to do so. Um, so those are the three types of compassion that um, are presented here with the objects of observation being sentient beings experiencing any among the three types of suffering and thinking, I wish we could, they could be free from suffering and its causes and so may I separate them from those, those sufferings. Uh, so this is number two, the subjective aspects of um, uh, compassion. Or, yeah, this compassion's subjective aspects. Then Rimbache, the Sarpa Kashi, the Dunya Dunya, Jew Dunya, the Detsi La, the Dunda, Jew Dunga Tanga, the one who colors of it, the one, and then Zodan Dalla, then the one in my euro. What did the water, Sajak, the water, Jew Dunga, Jew Dunga, so Marba, Lesser, Jew Dunga, Chaban, do you Dunga, the Tanga to lay down your mom, also you, Pombo de la Chaban, do you Dunga? Okay. Decent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, what, do, what is the meaning of these three types of suffering? Uh, the suffering of suffering, we begin with. Uh, so, this is the type of suffering you experience when you have pain, for instance, when you have a headache. Um, so, that pain that you're experiencing is the suffering of suffering. Um, so, that's a, a state of suffering caused by suffering. Um, sometimes they'll translate it as the suffering of pain. Um, uh, but the two words that are used are the same word. So it's like suffering of... In Tibetan, there aren't two different words. There's one, suffering of suffering. Sometimes in English, they'll say suffering of pain to make it easier on our ears, but that's not how it says it in English, in Tibetan. It says suffering of suffering in Tibetan. Uh, the next is... So that's when you have a, kind of a headache or something like that. Uh, the next is the suffering of change. Suffering of change is uh, basically contaminated uh, happiness. Um, so uh, it is happiness that's contaminated that is the suffering of change. Um, so when we um, experience happiness in relation to various forms we see or sounds we hear and so forth, um, the suffering of change um, is the suffering experienced from those contaminated happinesses um, um, as a note that change from what they, we expect them to be. Uh, and the next is the pervasive compounded suffering. And pervasive compounded suffering is being forced again and again uh, into uh, a set of aggregates by our karma and afflictions. So being forced into the five heaps 
uh, are, are our aggregates um, uh, without independence um, by our karma and afflictions. So this is the pervasive compounded suffering. So this is what is meant by the three types of suffering that sentient beings can experience. Okay, um, so uh, number three, and this is the one that I'm going to have to just modify slightly in order for it to make sense. Uh, for anyone who was here last time, there's an error in the uh, translation. Um, so uh, the third category, the steps of cultivating compassion. So the stages of, of compassion. How do we, what order do we cultivate this in? Um, so here it says to do so in terms of the three types of beings, in terms of our friends, uh, enemies, and neutrals. So we do it in the order of our friends, and then uh, generating compassion towards our neutrals, and then generating compassion towards our enemies. Uh, so this is the order in which we generate this compassion we're speaking of. Um, so it says the steps of cultivating compassion are first to cultivate it towards friends, then towards those beings for whom you have neutral feelings, and next towards enemies. When you have equal compassion for your enemies and friends, cultivate it gradually toward all living beings in the ten directions. Uh, um, the, it is necessary uh, when generating, uh, cul um, when cultivating impartiality, love, uh, and compassion uh, to do so uh, in a gradual manner um, as presented. So um, the, this part about um, cultivating impartiality, love, and compassion um, should be in the paragraph above, and it should say uh, um, that the, when, when trying to realize or cultivate impartiality, love, and compassion, it's necessary to follow specific stages or specific steps. Uh, um, so then uh, that's category number three, um, showing how when you generate compassion and you're, you're, form, you're using these objects of observation previously stated, sentient beings, suffering, three types of suffering, you first begin with sentient beings who are your friends. Then you go to sentient beings that are neutral to you. Then you go to sentient beings that um, uh, are uh, enemies to you. 
so it's saying that when generating these realizations or trying to cultivate realizations of impartiality, love, and compassion, it's necessary to do so in stages, in steps. Um, so where it says the, the steps of cultivating compassion um, at the very, very top, um, it's almost like it should be uh, um, gradually, uh, the steps of cultivating compassion are uh, done so gradually. Uh, the, the, the steps of cultivating impartiality, love, and compassion are done so gradually. Um, so that'll be number three. And then number four deals with uh, the um, baskets and the specifically the wisdom basket um, and Kamala Shila. So uh, number three ends, though, with that part that we find in the second paragraph here. Um, and it just is speaking about those realizations and the need to have them done in a gradual way. Okay. Dixon Rimache. Tanji Gumbi to Tombo Zaji, Tenepa Machi, Tenadala Gumba, Chugma Bindi, Jason Dunn, the Lubin Kaman Lajila to Sondos, Lesser, Jenma Jord, and Nagacho Shiladis, then the nation to Chede, Susumashawa, Tombo Ne, Shilamine, Jambala, Jawatan Hyans. Dunyan Okay. Um, so uh, number four, then uh, should say, uh, the great master uh, Kamala Sheila following the discourses and knowledge uh, set out this set drung the stages so uh, presented these stages while distinguishing specific objects of meditation um, so the great master Kamala Sheila following the discourses of knowledge um, presented these uh, um, in stages while distinguishing specific objects of meditation. Uh, I think then Kabar Kagadu Rimche, the Zhipa, Kabar Kagadu. Kala Mina Gune Chana, Subadna, Susu Kali Chan, Nada Chi Shiro's Lucian Dwa, or the Baradan, then Nabale Dwa. Okay. Susur Majewa Tambone individual. 
Okay, so it, no, number four is longer, so I just want to make sure the stop point's exactly where the stop point is in English and in Tibetan. Uh, so it's at the top of number... Okay, so it goes through the whole thing. Kamalash, okay, so Kamalashila, following the discourses on uh, knowledge, presented uh, th these stages while distinguishing specific objects of meditation. It is an extremely important point. If you train in these attitudes of impartiality, love and compassion without distinguishing and taking up specific objects of meditation, but only using a general object from the outset, you will just seem to generate these attitudes. Then, when you try to apply them to specific individuals, you will not be able to actually generate these attitudes towards anyone. But once you have a transformative experience towards an individual in your meditation practice, as explained previously, you may then gradually increase the number of individuals you re visualize within your meditation. Finally, take all beings in general as your object of meditation. When you sustain this practice in meditation, you will generate these attitudes correctly, whether you're dealing with individuals uh, or a group. So all of that falls in, uh, into four. What Hmm. Um, so, uh, going back to the, this point, Kamala Shila following the discourses on knowledge. Um, this discourses word, we could really have, have translated uh, the baskets. Um, um, because the word for the, we always use for the three baskets is in the Tibetan here. Um, so Kamala Shiling, following the uh, wisdom basket almost, would say, um, following the wisdom basket instead of following the discourses on knowledge. Um, and the reason for this is when we divide all of Lord Buddha's teachings into categories, we can divide them into three categories. So the pronouncements of Lord Buddha are divided into the Sutra basket, the Vinaya basket, and the Abhidharma basket. Um, so uh, the Abhidharma basket uh, is the basket that we're speaking of here, and that deals with the pre presentations of knowledge or wisdom. Uh, the Sutra basket uh, is the basket that deals with the presentations of concentration uh, or uh, yeah stabilization or concentration. Uh, and then the Vinaya basket is the basket that deals with ethics uh, or uh, ethical behavior. Um, so this is what is meant by the three baskets. The three baskets are all of the discourses uh, that Lord Buddha ever gave um, and a way to divide them into three uh, separate categories by, by wisdom, ethics, or um, concentration. Uh, and uh, uh, as a note, those are the trainings as well. Uh, so 
this is uh, uh, what is meant by following the discourses on knowledge. Uh, the baskets, it would have said baskets, and then as a student you'd say what's a basket, and that's why Rinpoche is uh, explaining uh, the, what the baskets are, because the word basket's used in the Tibetan, and just it's not here in the English. Digsung uh, Rinpoche. Yeah, yeah, what that the name? So when we further divide all of the different texts, uh, so the pronouncements of Lord Buddha uh, can be divided into these three baskets. So those pronouncements are called the conjure. Uh, so those are the, the um, all of the um, teachings that Lord Buddha gave, that actual pronounced Lord Buddha himself gave. Uh, then the next category are the authentic Indian commentaries, and this is the tenjor. Um, so uh, Vasu Bandhu, um, or I'm sorry, Kamala Shila, um, is an Indian uh, pandit, so his works would fall under the category of tenjor, the authentic Indian commentaries. Um, but he, in this case, it's saying following the discourses on knowledge. So it's Kamala Shila in the authentic Indian commentaries giving some sort of presentation about the Abhidharma basket, um, so, which is one of the three baskets Lord Buddha presented. Um, so he would be an uh, one of the commentators, an authentic Indian commentator, um, commentating on one of the baskets, which basket? The wisdom basket. Digsome Majubi Majubi
Okay, uh, so number five is the meditation, uh, um, explanation of the meditation on compassion, or uh, explanation of familiarization with uh, compassion. As anyone's new, just as a translator, the word familiarization is a more accurate way to translate the word gom, which we always translate as meditation uh, into English. So anytime you've seen this word meditation, it's been a translation of the word gom, and it really just means familiarization uh, again and again. Um, so uh, if you hear me say familiarization, it's just I'm using it interchangeably with meditation because that's what meditation means in Tibetan. Um, so the, the familiarization with compassion, uh, so this is category number five. The way to cultivate compassion is as follows. Consider how these living beings, your mothers, experience general and specific sufferings after falling into cyclic existence. I explained these sufferings earlier. Um, so uh, here we're thinking of all sentient beings. It says, your mothers. So we recognize uh, that all sentient beings are our mothers, beginningless rebirth. Uh, we previously went over. And then we think about the various sufferings that they have to endure. General sufferings are sufferings that uh, would be common to um, all beings, uh, type just varying sufferings that uh, are general um, and are experienced by, uh, just as a note, I don't want to use the word all, but are, are experienced by um, other beings. It's not something that's a specific to one type of individual. Um, that is the type of suffering that's the second category, uh, specific um, type of suffering. So general sufferings are sufferings that are experienced by others as well um, as the individual. And specific sufferings are specific sufferings to that particular individual. So a type, a specific type of suffering that a human would experience or that a god would experience or a specific suffering a hell-hungry ghost animal, etc. would experience that's specific to uh, their type of being as uh, their, their type of being. Um, so we went over this previously, Lama Tsongkhapa said, um, uh, here it says, I explained these sufferings earlier. So in the section on <coughs> the truth of suffering, <coughs> went in great detail about these different types of suffering. So when the Lord Buddha said, this is the superior truth of suffering, uh, this is what he was referring to, uh, these types of sufferings that are, are being referenced here by Lama Tsongkhapa. Okay. Uh, this way. Deekson. ว่าตัวตัวเจ็บตัวตัวตัวตัวเจ็บตัวตัวตัวเจ็บตัวตัวตัวเจ็บตัวตัวตัวเจ็บตัวตัวตัวเจ็บตัวตัวตัวเจ
uh, about um, the medium scope. And this uh, part about the medium scope then falls into the next category, the drupa dumba, drupa dumba. Drupa or drupa? That's to number six. Um, so one, two, three, drupa j. So that's uh, falls six. That's cool. Gonga me pachi One, two, three, four. Okay, so yeah, number six. Uh, moreover, if you have developed an awareness of your own uh, general and specific suffering by training in a path of a person of medium capacity, you will assess your own situation and cultivate compassion towards others. By following this method, you will easily generate uh, compassion. I just need to find out where the, the stop point is. Uh, for number six, I'm not sure that Rinpoche did fall, um, stop, uh, show a stop point. Um, but when we go back in the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment and we look at the outline and we have that section, training the mind in the stage of the path shared in common with beings of medium capacity, um, we have four categories that Lama Tsongkhapa used in his outline to explain uh, that, that section. Uh, so the first was um, the um, uh, determination to be free. So um, uh, the first category was clarifying or establishing what the determination to be free is or what is uh, renunciation. Uh, the second category is the measure of the determination to be free or, or the measurement uh, of one's renunciation. Uh, third category, dispelling misconceptions. Uh, and then the fourth category was ascertaining the nature of the path leading to liberation. Uh, so these four categories are what Lama Tsongkhapa is referring to when he says, I explained this er earlier in the teachings uh, for beings of medium capacity. Um, so what Lama Tsongkhapa is referring to there is that presentation of those four categories that he gave uh, to elucidate the meaning of this. Um, so... Um, Let's see, make sure I got it all. Rimche, then Drupa Tama Gare. Drupa Tama or the Joe Lawa and Juros, Lucy Lodre, Rangi Dindu, Dunma, Lawa Jurumba, Dumba. Rangi Dindu, da, that, or then Dumba, Dumba de Lindwani, Dumba de Dumba Tamba, the Rangi Dindu, Tada Sana, Nanjo, Samba Joe and Juro, Dungan, Dungan, Jew, Dungan, Chaban, Dungan, Dudo. Rantil Santabaina, Nanjuga Sabaji, Nanjuga Sabaji, Junjugres, Lesser. Jerry did the Sambi, Nijijo and Juros, Lesser. Rajan Tedar Rantito, Samba Motu Masuna, Nedro Machuos, what did Dumba Dunani Tambutre? Okay, so um, just ending number six. Uh, number six ends. Um, I'll read the whole thing just for sake of clarity. Number six, the way to cultivate compassion is as follows. Consider how these living beings, your mothers, experience general and specific sufferings after falling into cyclic existence. Uh, I have explained uh, these sufferings uh, earlier. Uh, number seven, moreover, if you have developed an awareness of your own general and specific suffering by training in the path 
of a person of medium capacity, you will assess your own situation and cultivate compassion towards other. Uh, following this method, you will easily generate compassion. So there's the stopgap for that. And then considering uh, your own suffering creates the determination to be free. Considering thinking about others' suffering creates compassion. However, if you do not uh, first consider your own suffering, you will not reach the key point of practice. That's Gurum uh, So we'll take a short break um, and give out uh, snacks. One, two, ジェ。なあ。ほとんどそうだ。こうのバザーは。だってなんかそうだ、順番に言えば順番に言えばって言われてるのに、全部。ね、そんじゃ。そんじゃ順番は。うん。そんじゃ順番は。Okay, so once again, we're looking at the Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment. Um, we've gotten up to number seven, so I'm just going to go through all of these quickly so that we know where we are in the outline. Uh, number one, the object of observation of compassion. Number two, the subjective aspects. Number three, the steps of cultivating compassion. Uh, number four, the wisdom baskets um, uh, present presentation. Uh, uh, number five, uh, the meditation upon uh, compassion ending at, I have explained these sufferings earlier. Number six begins, moreover, uh, if you have developed an awareness uh, and ends, uh, uh, you will easily generate compassion. Then number six, considering your own suffering creates the determination to be free. Is that where we are? Four, five... Six, seven, okay, so... The Dunba Kaba Gutsogdu. Dunba Dunba Nindu a nigga non dumba the Ranga Dindu Ranga Dindu Dada Sana Nanuga Sambaji Jujulas Dungani Dunganju Dunga Chaban Juji Dungate Ranga Dindu San Dabayana Nanuga Sambaji Jundures Jendin Santana Hijiji Junjuros Jen Santan in Hijiji Mures Lesser Ranga Dindu Okay, so number seven has two parts. So uh, again, number four is Kamala Shila. Number five is the meditation on compassion. Number six is the point about the medium capacity. And then number, and ending at you will easily generate compassion. And then number seven has two parts. Considering your own suffering creates the determination to be free. Thinking about others' suffering creates compassion. However, if you do not first consider your own suffering, you will not reach the key point of the practice. Okay, so this is the beginning of number seven, um, and that is um, renunciation is generated by thinking of your own types of suffering, and then compassion is generated 
by taking that focus from yourself and your own suffering and turning it towards others and their suffering and wishing for them to be free from it as with renunciation you're wishing for yourself to be free from it. Um, so uh, this is the point of number one. That's how and then the second point is very important that's made and we have an illustration uh, from the uh, Shansa uh, Uh, so the second part, Rinpoche keeps re-stressing that this is a very important point that's made here. Um, and it says, These are simple illustrations of how to meditate. Intelligent persons should meditate on, in detail on the 110 sufferings that are observed with compassion. These are explained in the Bodhisattva levels. Uh, so Rinpoche's Uh, saying this is a very important point that uh, in the second part of number seven, Lama Tsongkhapa is saying, I've pointed out some simple kind of examples or simple ideas, but if you really uh, are intelligent uh, and you want to go about this properly, then you need to look further into this. This isn't enough. Um, so Lama Tsongkhapa is saying more, an intelligent person would want more. Would, this wouldn't be enough. Okay. ale Okay. Um, so, uh, the, this text, uh, the Bodhisattva levels, 
uh, is a text by uh, Master Asanga. And uh, it, it is in the, the major text, which is called The Levels of Yogic Deeds. Um, so uh, there are, uh, it says there are five treatises, it doesn't say there are, there are five uh, treatises uh, on the levels. Um, and this particular uh, text is The Levels of Yogic Deeds, and a chapter within it is uh, the bodhisattva levels. Um, so uh, what this is referring to is that. It's referring to a chapter uh, within the levels of yogic deeds um, called uh, Shansa. And Rinpoche said that he uh, um, went and looked at this up uh, and so the found the... He was looking it up in order to um, get the 110... Uh, types of um, uh, suffering that are explained, 110 types of suffering uh, that are presented here. Um, so he's still in the midst of doing that, um, but uh, he, w he will have that. Um, so it's a text within the levels of yogic deeds. And I'm just trying to find, oh, here it is. <laughs> Uh, so when we look at the, um, there are 19 different sections, and this is in the 13th section um, of uh, the text. Uh, <coughs> so it's the, there are five treatises on the levels. This is the uh, levels of yogic deeds, and it's a, it's a um, chapter of, within that levels of yogic deeds uh, text, and it's called the Bodhisattva Levels, and they have these 110 uh, different points that are made. So there's five treatises on the, the levels, uh, and then there's uh, um, two compendiums as well. Okay. <laughs> ตาชุดนอนเสชุดนอนชุดนอนเจจาชุดนอนเจจาจุเมเจตะเลวะติเมปะตุเมปะจาตนาเจจุเสชินโตติเตนจุกิเลมปะตะเมนโรชุดนอ
So there's a different numbers that Rimache is finding in here, and he thinks that they're within the 213 authentic Indian commentaries. There's some way of cataloging. I think that's what um, Rimache is speaking of right now. I'm having a little bit of a trouble um, because he's just he's saying large numbers and. and saying that he thinks that these are some way of cataloging within the Kangjur and Tanjur, but we're speaking of 100 in, in the Kangjur and 213 texts in the Tanjur. So Rimche is saying 144, the numbers presented, and then there's another number with 804. Um, so, not sure. Sorry. So the... Mm. So, uh, so Rinpoche uh, said that he went to to look for this information uh, and uh, found this so far. Um, and the reason he went looking is because the text cites this example of the 110 objects of observation of compassion. Uh, so it's very important if it's been cited. So this is the reason that Rinpoche has been spending all this time looking for these 110 divisions. And uh, I think Rimich is trying to explain how much information is to be sorted through in order to find this, but it's so important it, it should be done. So that's, I think, what we're getting at here, that, that because something's cited here, that l should lead the student to an investigation Rimache is saying that this is the type of thing that a scholar does uh, with this information. This is for the scholar, when a scholar has it in his or her hands, what they do. Mm. Uh, so uh, this, um, these are simple illustrations of how to meditate. Intelligent persons should meditate in detail on the 110 sufferings that are observed with compassion, observed by compassion. These are explained in the, in the Bodhisattva levels. Uh, so in the 13th uh, chapter, uh, we f uh, which is the Bodhisattva levels, we find uh, these 110 objects of observation of compassion presented. Uh, Rinpoche said uh, what he read today um, was what is being referenced here. So the 13th section um, is uh, what's being referenced here. What did you buy? Mm. 
So, uh, so because of this reference Lama Tsongkhapa has made, this then made me uh, go find uh, this information and, and found it within the 13th section, or 13th section. Okay, uh, so then number eight uh, is as follows. Furthermore, it is said that the bodhisattvas' thoughts of suffering during their cultivation of compassion are more numerous than the shravakas' thoughts which perceive suffering with an attitude of disenchantment. The final and actual knowledge of the truth of suffering uh, for the Shravakas. Uh, so here, speaking of the hearers, so Shravaka, hearer, Prachika Buddha, solitary realizer, um, uh, Bodhisattvas, a, a Mahayanist. So here, speaking of the hearer, uh, who would appear because of his or her disenchantment with cyclic existence to experience more renunciation, but that's actually not true. The bodhisattvas' thoughts of suffering are greater um, than that of the hearer because he or she uh, generates compassion in, re in relation to the sufferings of those sentient beings. So uh, it actually makes the um, disenchantment with suffering greater than that of the hearer, um, hearer's pa uh, practitioner. Digson. Sonsot 
ne go taeba ja chebo santa baina taeba ne sana shambadan hije ya shid mabu jelas shambadan hije mabu jegres wat dabat jure mo santa baina ne jure wa sana shutala temba hije hije shutala hije temba jegres jeyu danga junze re tsine jun chewana ちょわねしばなごばとなすだがちゅちゅじさんたんちょわりしばんがよしゃばいなとなねとしんとちょわいのにじちゅちゅじまちぐまですだわちょわいのねとしんとちょんごそわとばとごばれ Okay, so furthermore, it is said the Buddha. Now, uh, number nine. If you reflect from the limitless viewpoints on how beings lap happiness and have suffering, you would develop much love and compassion. Uh, moreover, if you think about this for a long time, your love and compassion will be strong and steady. Therefore, if you are Uh, satisfied with just a little personal instruction and neglect to familiarize yourself with the explanations of the classical texts, your compassion and love will be very weak. ワデニバデレンダレテアンハシバテアンハシバダラセチジラヘジダセジラトバジュバスワデラベチサジジジナムドジェネニバヘジダセジラトジュデラサジジテアンハシバダレテジジンジュゴセジインロタンチジツワン
the cultivation, we called it, uh, of, of uh, compassion. Um, and then the second is the difference between compassion and the bodhicitta and doubts about it. So uh, here, uh, that, that category has four different categories. Um, so the differences between bodhicitta and great compassion and doubts that arise has four categories and begins with moreover. Uh, after you have thoroughly distinguished the objects of meditation according to the previous explanations, how compassion is the root, how the development of the spirit of enlightenment is the entrance to the Mahayana, and so forth, you must then analyze these explanations with discerning wisdom and elicit the experience produced after sustaining them uh, in meditation. And then, then Kabaka 307. What does that la Good you will not achieve anything with the unclear experiences that come when you make a short, concentrated effort without precisely clarifying the topic within your understanding. Know that this is true for all other kinds of practice um, as well. Um, so this is point number two, uh, that you, you can't just do a short little bits of effort. It has to be over a long period of time and concentrated effort in order to achieve any of the realizations that one is aiming for. Um, so this is the second um, point that's made uh, in, the, in the major, in this major heading. <laughs> Duba 
dunga jubala madi hiji titanam titanbi lui chuchi sijen tanjila dunga ragi jiwa hiji chenbi chenji sama inos tato nyi jula jibi tsedo tsu egdembo amajil bugu chujun jena bugu chujun naganduna あまとこれ聞いてくれまるべ。大丈夫。僕でがでてなにゃべ、聞いてくれ。大丈夫。でなじ、だにゃばまそんせんじゃたじらみね。どんなでてなにゃべ。あまとこれ聞いてくれ。
Okay, so it's here, it's in the English, in the Tibetan, it doesn't say Kamala Shilas. Uh, it just says Gorim Tambo Lei in the first stages of meditation. It just says in the first stages of meditation. It doesn't say anything about Kamala Shila. So it just says in the first stages of meditation. Uh, gives the measure for the development of compassion. So category number three is the measure of, of compassion. Measure of the development of compassion. And uh, hold on one second. I see something here. That doesn't help. So the, that when you feel, when you spontaneously feel compassion, which has the subjective wish to completely eliminate the sufferings of all living beings, uh, just like a mother's wish to remove her dear child's unhappiness, then your compassion is complete and is therefore called uh, great compassion. Ninji Chembo. Shepu Chungo Ninju Chitupa yeah, it doesn't say anything about com there's no Kamala Shila in here. So even when in the second part it says uh, it goes on to say here, Kamala Sheila says, it doesn't say that in the Tibetan either. Um, so, uh, then a Sumba, the Jeep say, Kabar Kagadu, so, Sung So, Sung So, the Shamba Chamber Jeep say, John Ribashaw was an old matinet. Ribashaw, okay. Sumba Jiba, they are long detrainers. Okay, so number three ends here. Kamala Sheila says that when you spontaneously feel compassion for all beings, commensurate with a mother's compassion for her very dear child, dear and small suffering child, then you have completely perfect, uh, great compassion. Uh, through this, understand the measure for the development of uh, great love as well. So, when you, when you, this feeling that one has when you see a small child crying and that wish to remove that suffering is the same type of feeling that one has towards all sentient beings when this great compassion is really present. So one, uh, uh, when one has that feeling towards a small child that spontaneously just arises, this would spontaneously arise without any kind of um, force if great compassion is present. So that's what the measure of it is. It says it should be commensurate with a, a mother's compassion for her very dear, small, suffering child. So that reaction should be for everyone having every circumstance of suffering. Uh, Dixon Rimche. <laughs> 
Rabun Rabun Marbe. Tejan Riba Shao, so what about Sombat Sandre? So it's very similar um, when we look. Uh, so here it says uh, this is kind of the, this is the measure. Uh, of great compassion. So this is how you know whether or not great compassion is present if it spontaneously arises uh, uh, without any um, kind of force, just as a mother uh, would for her child. Um, so another uh, place that we can find um, the points being made is in Lama Tsongkhapa's um, three principal paths or uh, three principal aspects of the path uh, where it says that um, uh, night and day <coughs> this way uh, that's, that's cool by constant meditation your mind will not entertain a moment's wish even for the successes of life and you will aim for freedom all day and night. Then you experience transcendent renunciation. So here the, the measure of renunciation is that day and night, all you think about is this desire to definitely emerge. Here it's saying great compassion has this same kind of quality, that day and night all you think about is wishing for to others to emerge, wishing to remove suffering from others. So uh, it's very similar to the, when we learn about renunciation, we learn that the measure of it is found in Lama Tsongkhapa's three principal paths. When we compare that to the measure of great compassion, it's very, very similar that day and night you're only thinking of freeing sentient beings from suffering. Uh, the same, that same uh, kind of feeling a mother would have for her child, uh, um, that spontaneous feeling you would have day and night for everyone. And that's the measure. Deeksung Rinpoche. What <laughs> Shantu Yeah, taking this pa that passage as a So it says taking that passage as a point of departure. Uh, I'm just going to say they say it says um, because we don't know. There's nowhere in the Tibetan does it say Kamala Shila's name. Um, so. For that reason, we're excluding it because Lama Tsongkhapa could be referring to something else from the Kangjur, from the Tanjur. We don't. So Rinpoche is saying, we, it, it, for the sake of not making a mistake, we shouldn't add something 
Um, it might be, but we shouldn't add it because it doesn't say it. Um, so um, when you have committed yourself to being a guide for all living beings by conditioning yourself to great compassion, you effortlessly genu generate the spirit of enlightenment which has the nature of aspiring to unexcelled perfect enlightenment. Okay. The loso. Detar ninji champo gombi. Tadana. Hiji chaba. Hiji the Sanju Sel Doju. Sanju Sel Chaba Dojuda. Somba del in Marbe. What del Dundo that is Josh and the Mare. Okay. Um, so then that is where number four is. So when we look at going back to the categories, we have the meditation or familiarization from the cultivation of the, the topics of cultivation of compassion. Then we have the differences between uh, the aspires to enlightenment and great compassion and doubts that arise. Um, and then there are four categories, and this is the fourth. And then next we'll get into um, the doubts that arise about the spirit of awakening, but we'll have to wait till next time. Um, and get into it then. Uh, thank you everyone for your patience and we'll do the concluding mandala offering uh, and, and dedication prayer. Uh, everyone listens so well, so thank you very much. And Rinpoche, the Gonrim Tambo Sutri son. Gonrim Tambo do the Gonrim Tambo Lume Kama Lashila Marbe Ah, Gonrim Tambo. Ah, they? Gonrim Patasun Yoroa. So I asked Rinpoche who probably wrote it, and he said Kamala Sheila, <laughs> probably. But it doesn't say it in it doesn't say it in the Tibetan, so that's the point that's being made. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well, with whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times. I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all happiness, all powerful. Avogateshvara, Tenzin Jato, may you stay until samsara's end. Pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandok, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts, exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Tuji Ramaji Guti Shapi Yeah.